بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان سيدنا وحبيبنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله الذي بلغ الرساله وادى الامانه ونصح الامه وكشف الغمه وجاهد في سبيل الله حق جهاده صلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى اله واصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا وبعد respected elders and brothers and sisters Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this world whether insan or whoever it may be we have a system that everything has its value no matter how small something is or how big something is everything has its value in the system of human beings based on certain things perhaps on the manufacturing perhaps based on the material if gold there's a certain value to it if there's silver there's a certain value to it if it's cotton it has a different value based on material sometimes we stipulate value based on manufacturing we stipulate value to understand and based on this value a person's the way a person he acts towards this thing it changes if a father has bought his small child five year old child a small car a hot wheel car a toy car if this child breaks this car then the father rebukes him that teaches him adab he teaches him some etiquette that this is not how you go about doing things but after an hour the father also forgets about this it's a small 2 dollar car no one's going to cry about it after this child grows older now this father buys him a, buys him a remote control car now it's 50 dollars 60 dollars now if the child breaks his car then the father is a little more angry and after at the end of the day again he forgets about it 50 dollars 60 dollars the child he broke it you know you can look over it overlook it after this child grows older, now he buys him a bicycle. Now this is a hundred dollars, two hundred dollar bicycle, three hundred dollar bicycle. Now this child, this 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 boy, now he misappropriates this bicycle and he breaks this bicycle. Now the father is very angry. The entire week he will be angry with him that I have I, with my hard earned money I bought you a bicycle and you showed no respect towards it and you broke this bicycle. But at the end of the week, the father forgets this also. As this child grows older, now he's a young man, 17, 18 years old, and the, and the father buys him a car, a $2,000, $3,000, $5,000 car. Now this, per, this, this boy, this youth, he, he recklessly drives the car, he crashes the car, he totals it. Now the father is very angry. After a few months also, he keeps on reminding him that, no, I bought you a car, but you, you were driving recklessly. I'm not going to get you another car until you grow and become more mature. This is insan, this is human being, this is how we act towards those things based on the value we give it. This is the system of human beings in this world. Likewise, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He also has a system. That what, which things have value and which things do not have value. Which things have more value and which things have lesser value. And for this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has one qanun, has one, has one law. And that is those things which are mukallaf, those things which have some responsibility upon them, insan, human being, and jinn. They have a certain value. And those things which are not mukallaf, this entire world, this entire universe that we see around us, it has how much value, as the hadith of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam says, that not even the wing of a mosquito. This is the value of this entire world in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As far as insan, as far as human being, لَقَدْ خَلَقْنَا الْإِنسَانَ فِي أَحْسَنِ تَقْوِيمٍ 
that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created insan in the best manner. وَلَقَدْ كَرَّمْنَا بَنِي آدَمْ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given nobility and honor to insan human being. This is the value of human being in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But what is this value based on? What gives human being value? That is the question. And the answer is very simple. وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ that that insan, that human being, that number one, that, that brought iman upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that has faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That insan, he is valuable in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Any insan, any human being that does not have faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, ثُمَّ رَدَدْنَاهُ أَسْفَلَ سَافِلِينَ That human being, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes him worse than, than, than even animals. Why? Because what he was created for, what, the reason for his creation, he did not fulfill that. And the number one thing that is belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is the greatest oppression that a person can do. Humanity today, we have understood the oppression of killing someone, of stealing some, of someone's wealth, of slandering someone. Def- defamation, we have understood that this is a very, very grave thing. That you steal someone's money, that you kill someone, you take someone else's right, you oppress them, the entire humanity has understood this to be a great, a great oppression. To the court of law, if a person publicly makes fun of someone, slanders them, then this person can take you to court for defamation. Why? He has attacked my honor. Hmm? That I am not such a person. Now, how has he slandered me? He said this in front of me in public. News statements, press statements, everything will come out. Why? Because this person has defamed me. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, today even our Muslims, they have a question that a person that does not believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he does not have iman, then why will he go into the fire of Jahannam forever and ever? People have shak in this, doubt in this, why? What has this person done? He only has not brought iman. That is because we have not weighed the situation. What does this mean? That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created you and you say that there is no Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created you by himself, then you say that there is partner unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A person goes to work, he sleeps at work. The, the, the boss, he'll give him one chance, twice, thrice, but he gives him a chance. He's, sleep, he's sleeping at work. He shows up late to work, he gives him a chance. He's eating when he's not supposed to be eating, he's not doing the work, work properly, he gives him a chance. But tomorrow go up to, your work, to, the, to the supervisor, go up to the owner, go up to the CEO and say, this is my company, see what they do. Go to the boss and tell him that you're not the boss, I'm the boss. Immediately he'll be fired. Or will be put into a hospital because, or in the psych, psychiatric ward. Why? Because you think something is yours which is not. So if a person takes away someone's honor in this world, we have understood this to be, to be an oppression. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, تَكَادُ السَّمَاوَاتُ يَتَفَطَّرْنَ مِنْهِ وَتَنْشَقُّ الْأَرْضِ وَتَخِرُّ الْجِبَالُ هَدَّى لِلرَّحْمَنِ وَلَدًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, it is very close that the skies will split asunder. This great creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says it is very close that these, these skies will split. And the earth will also split. And the mountains will fall. And they will be blasted into smithereens. Why? That they say Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has begotten a child. This is, the, this is the severity of the situation. A person that does not believe in the oneness of Allah, in his that, in his, in his oneness, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's sifat, in his qualities, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that this is, the, this is, the, this, this is what's going to happen, that perhaps the skies will split asunder. And now imagine a person that 
denies the very existence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That there is no God. That this entire creation, everything that is in front of us, this entire universe just came into being like this. Imagine the severity of such a situation. So this is the greatest zulm, the greatest oppression that a person can do is not believing in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is such an oppression which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through his adal, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can punish this person and will punish these people forever and ever in the fire of Jahannam. This is our iman, this is yaqeen, and this is justified. It just takes a little bit of thinking from, a peop- from, uh, from ourselves. Thereafter, how does a person grow in the value, grow in value in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? In Allah la yanzur ila suwarikum wa la ila ajsamikum. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not look at our physical features. That this person is from such a country. He speaks such a language. And he has so many degrees. And he is so physically fit in this way and that way. Rather Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala looks onto people's hearts. The how much iman do they have? How much yaqeen do they have in, the, in, the, in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? In the promises of his Nabi. How much iman do they have? How much amal salihah do they have good actions to present in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And in many places Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has brought sifat, value, values of people. That when a person, a person brings values and character into his life, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings this person's value and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increases this person's value. That is the value of a human being based on his character. That how does this person, a person how he is at home with his family, how he is in with society, how is he in front of Allah, in, in front of Allah subhanahu wa taala at night, in front of his Rabb, in front of his Lord. وَعِبَادُ الرَّحْمَنِ الَّذِينَ يَمْشُونَ عَلَى الْأَرْضِ هُونَ In Surah Furqan, Allah subhanahu wa taala mentions some 10-12 sifat and qualities of ibad of of his bondsmen. Allah subhanahu wa taala says these are my special bondsmen. Allah subhanahu wa taala mentions their qualities, and the very first one is the the tasmiyah itself, the name itself, the ibadul rahman. That these people have the sifat of ubudiyat in them. That they are truly the slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Waliban in the, in the qissa of Luqman Hakim, when his master bought him, his master asked him, that Luqman, you are my slave now, I have bought you, I, I do regard you as a human being though. I ask you that what would you like to eat? So Luqman, he gave the answer and he said, that I'm a slave, whatever you want to give me, I'll eat, no problem. So the master thought that maybe he doesn't have any inclination towards food. Some people don't really care. Whatever they, they find, they eat. So after some time, he asked him, that, look, you only have a few pair of clothes, tattered also. What would you like to wear? So Luqman says, whatever you give me. Luqman Hakim says, whatever you give me, I will wear. Thereafter, night time comes, he asks, that, where would you like to sleep? He gives the same answer. That regardless, wherever you put me to sleep. So this master asked him, that, Luqman, do you not have any desires? That every human being, no matter how poor he is, no matter what his social standing is, everyone has some desire though, that they want something. Whether they can attain it or not, that's a different story. But everyone wants something at a certain level. So Luqman says that, look, I am your slave. I am a slave. By definition, what this means is that your desire and what you want is my desire. So there the master said that you have taught me ubudiyat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That we are, we are the bondsmen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Ibad If a person does not understand his, his connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala What is it? Is it a business deal between us? Is it, what type of deal is it? What type of connection do we have with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Until then a person cannot really fulfill the ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala If a person has not understood that he is a slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Ibad 
that his desires, his thinking, his heart is in line with Sharia. What Sunnah is, that is what he wants. What the hukum of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, it is cold outside, it is very cold, it's raining also. Fajr Salah, Muaddin is calling out, I don't feel like waking up. No, Ibadur Rahman, they come to a certain, certain level, then now this is what they want, this is their desire. Dawa Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's command is, this is what they like. Happily they do it. The famous hadith of the Sahabi radiallahu anhu, he comes to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he asks, he seeks permission for committing adultery, for fornication. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam tells him and explains to him in a beautiful manner that would you be happy if someone did this act with your mother, with your sister, uh, like this. He explained to him, the Sahabi radiallahu anhu, the Arabi, he answered that no, I would not like it. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam tells him that similarly people also don't like it. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam tapped the, the, the chest of the Sahabi. Sahabi radiallahu anhu, he says, that from that time, the most abhorred thing that became into my life was zina. Then now his desire is also in line with sharia. This is what it means. That a person's desire, that what the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, he likes to do it. And if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prevents him from doing something, he stays away from it, happily. Not, oh man, I have to say, I wish I could do this. No. That a person comes to a certain level, wherein Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's command is what he likes. And this is what we learn from the theme of Hajj. This Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq also to go to his baytullah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept the hajj of those that are there. So this is the theme of hajj, ubudiyah. That a person does what he doesn't even understand what he's doing. His wardrobe is full of clothes, beautiful clothes, expensive clothes. But what does he put on? Two white sheets, unstitched. Why? It's command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I have everything in my wardrobe. I can wear the best of clothes. Thousands of, I can put on shoes also, the best of shoes. But why am I not putting them on? It's the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because at this point Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, no, I have the best of fragrances at home. Hundreds and thousands of dollars of worth of musk and oud and different fragrances. But I won't spray anything on. Why? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that when you come to my house, do not spray anything. Right now, do not spray anything. You're in the, you're in the condition of ihram. This is what we have to learn from hajj. That a person before he goes into the state of ihram, what does he say? لَبَّيْكَ اللَّهُمَّ لَبَّيْكَ They are Allah, I am present. That when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, وَأَذِّنْ فِي النَّاسِ بِالْحَجِّ They make an announcement. Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam said that, Ya Allah, I'm over here in a desert, in a desert and I'm going to make an announcement and people will hear this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, do what you're commanded. Our job is to, do, is to, is to take the voice to, to, throughout the world. So every one of us are, is answering the call of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam that goes for hajj. وَأَذِّنْ فِي النَّاسِ بِالْحَجِّ so a person says, لبيك, اللهم لبيك. They are Allah, I am present. I have answered your call. So what do we have to learn from this? That only physically those that are going for hajj, they are saying this? No. In my own life, that the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes, لبيك, اللهم لبيك. That a business deal that comes which is not in my favor, is haram to do this. Outwardly it seems I will gain much money, but it is impermissible. لبيك اللهم لبيك Day Allah your command right now is not to do so I will not do so It is very difficult for me To come to, to, to the masjid It is very difficult It's cold It's raining But لبيك اللهم لبيك It is the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam We will come So this is what we have to learn from hajj The total ubudiyat Surrendering ourselves to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And the, the sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam 
الكيس من دار نفسه وعمل لما بعد الموت That is the intelligent person The one that puts control over his nafs His, his desires his, his desires and then he says And he does action for ma ba'd al-mawt Those things which will come in handy for him وَالْبَاقِيَاتُ الصَّالِحَاتُ خَيْرٌ عِنْدَ رَبِّكَ الثَّوَابَ The baqiyatu salihat What will we mean? A person does something in this world He has fun For one weekend Weekday comes Now he has a headache in the morning Where is that fun to help him now? Not to say that a person cannot have a good time And do things which are permissible But we're saying that what remains What remains in a person's account وَالْبَاقِيَاتُ الصَّالِحَاتُ those actions which make Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala pleased, those, those actions which gain the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَالْبَاقِيَاتُ الصَّالِحَاتُ خَيْرٌ عِنْدَ رَبِّكَ الثَّوَابَ So through Hajj we understand ubudiyat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this also answers a question for us, why do we do something? Why do we do it? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, we're doing tawaf, the hujjaj are doing tawaf. They're, they're, they're circling the Kaaba. Why? What do they get out of this? Is it a mere exercise? What's getting, what are they getting out of this? Because it is the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why do I have to do this? Why do I have to do that? Why? Because it is the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They're standing on the plains of Arafat. Hujjad inshallah will stand on the plains of Arafat. Making dua unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Couldn't they do the same thing under, in the air condition of, masjid, of the masjid, masjid al-haram? Their salawat would be, would be multiplied a hundred thousand times also. Why leave the haram? Why leave such a mubarak place, such a blessed place? And go to the Arafat Plains Standing under the sun Scorching heat What's the reason? Because it is The command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala That is the only reason Why do we do what we do? Why four rakat salah? Why not two? Why not three? Why not five? Because it is The command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala This is the exact reason Why we do everything Because whatever is the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala That is what we need to inculcate in our life So وَعِبَادُ rahman that the bondsmen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala الَّذِينَ يَمْشُونَ عَلَى الْأَرْضِ هَوْنَا That they walk upon this earth هَوْنَا With humility that This is the first and the second sifa of these people that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions That they have tawadu in them, humility in them hmm? That when they meet people It comes in shamail of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam In shamail tirmidhi That Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam When he would speak to someone He would, full, he would fully turn towards them Giving his full attention to them Speaking to them as if, as if this person is also his friend. He would not belittle them. He would not walk with them as they're walking and give answer curtly. No. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would fully turn towards them. When a person would make musafaha with Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he would shake hands with Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would not be the first person to part his hands. The sifat are in shamail of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Shamail tirmidhi. Why? This is humility. Tawadu. How a person should be in front of with his community members, with his, with the, uh, with the society. When any ignorant people try to cause any, any, any arguments, what do these people say? Salam, yani words of peace, and they turn away. It's not necessary that anything everyone says, you have to give an answer. This has become our environment. If someone has said this to me, he's hurt, he's, he's, he said something against my honor. How can I not answer him? I will become belittled if I do not answer him. My wife said this to me. How can she say some, such a thing? I have to say something back. Hmm? And this leads to problems in the person's marriage. Thereafter, a person goes to this scholar and to that scholar looking for a way out. Why? Because a person, he has not learned to control himself. That any argument that comes, he has to fall in it. And this is another, another lesson we learn from Hajj. 
there's no argumentation in Hajj. That person should not argue. Whatever it may be. Every, every, every comment does not need an answer. If someone has commented, I have to give an answer back. This is how the pe- these people are in society. When they go home, what do they do? Relax. That when night time comes, in the day they're meeting people, the best of character. At night, in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how do they pass the nights? Sujjadan wa qiyama. In sujood, in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They weren't sinning throughout the day. They weren't sinning throughout the day. Yet, when, they, when night time came, they turned to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why? Afala akunu abdan shakura. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was asked, Ya Rasulullah, you are ma'asoom. Everything, you, anything you have done, whatever you will do is forgiven. You're ma'asoom. Why do, why do you make istighfar? Why do you spend nights in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Afala akunu abdan shakura. Should I not be a thankful bondman unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Alladhina yabiituna li rabbihim sujjadan wa qiyama. وَالَّذِينَ يَقُولُونَ رَبَّنَا صْرِفْ عَنَّا عَذَابَ جَهَنَّمْ إِنَّا عَذَابَهَا كَانَ غَرَامًا That their actions, when they deal with people, their حقوق العباد are above board also. When they are dealing with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they spend their nights in ibadah. So now these people are content that Jannah, they own it now? They will never go into Jahannam? No. وَالَّذِينَ يَقُولُونَ رَبَّنَا صْرِفْ عَنَّا عَذَابَ جَهَنَّمْ Still they have this khashiyah. Still they have this fear, this khawf. Al-Iman bayn al-Khawf wa raja Between contentment and fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala So they still make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Rabbana asrif anna azaba jahannam They Allah turn away from us the punishment of jahannam Inna azabaha kana gharama That it's azab, it's, it's punishment is such that we cannot bear it So these are some sifat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Has mentioned of these ibad, special bondsmen Which we need to try to inculcate in our lives May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Give us the tawfiq to bring this into our lives and to spread it amongst the masses also, inshallah. Jazakumullah. Time for sunnah to begin, inshallah.